0: Welcome back to Feelings Not Figures. My name is Sarah Elizabeth Harrigan, your host, coach, consultant, influencer, big sister. And the list goes on and on. And oh, dancer, writer. Okay, we're just gonna cut it right there. Um, like I said, welcome back to Feelings Not Figures, where we talk about the indicators, the things that our feelings tell us, and understanding that those mean more to us than any of the physical things that we think matter most in life, alright, so this is from a perspective of me being a coach, but let's be honest, like, my feelings show up in everything, so I really wanted to change the narrative in terms of where I'm speaking from so that I can feel way more connected to you than I did before when I first started this podcast, and I was just trying to be this perfect coach who knew what to do and how to lead the example when the truth is. The biggest way to set the example is to literally live my life and make things turn out. So, as we move forward with feelings not figures, I want you to expect that. Just like some straight-up authenticity, talking about the things that I'm experiencing in life, the lessons that I'm getting, because honestly, that is one of my strengths. I'm always looking to improve therefore everything for me is a lesson which means everything for me is deep right which can be annoying and fun depending on who you are but for me it's all about hey what can i learn from this how can i be a better person and then when that happens of course i want to share it with you all right lovely okay so Welcome to another episode of Feelings, Not Figures. Today we have Miss Latina Mata, mindset coach out of Trinidad and Tobago. I'm super excited for this episode. Um, I just I've been connecting more with uh, Caribbean coaches, and it's really cool to to hear your experiences and to speak to our Caribbean people, right, for things about the mindset. So many of us are kind of like in our own bubbles, doing what we've been doing because of the culture. So I'm excited to have this conversation with you today and um, if you could please introduce yourself Latina and let us know what you do.
1: Of course, hi Sarah, thank you so much for having me here, I'm so glad. So as Sarah mentioned, I am Latina and I'm a mindset coach and what I do is help persons unpack the limiting beliefs and stories that are actually stopping them from achieving their goals. It's a compilation of Energetic management and self discovery and really um, helps build self confidence so that you could achieve that thing that you so desire, but it's been such a struggle for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) We do the same thing. We call it different things, but at the end of the day, it's really like changing the limiting beliefs, right? Because we have these things that are grounded in us from childhood. And we yeah. think that they they're right and that they work. But as you grow and expand and want to accomplish more, you you realize that you're always hitting a wall, right? And it's usually right. a belief. Yeah. Yes, most certainly. So one thing I took from your Instagram was your bio, which says, "Helping new female business owners take action and do mm-hmm. the inner work to show up for their heart-centered business and goals." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> What does it mean when you say a heart-centered business? What is that?
1: So it's not just about the money. It's all connected to your purpose. It's all connected to something that feels bigger than you. It's this clamoring feeling that there is more to you, that there is something greater. So when I say heart-centered, that's what I mean. It's totally purpose-driven. It is totally connected to a soul mission. Like you could feel that in your stomach. You could feel that in your spirit, you know, it's not just I'm trying to make money. Of course, money would be a byproduct of you going after the thing that lights you up. But the original and the initial intention is with based on so much expansion and just, hey, this is what I know
0: I was meant to do. Mm, Okay, okay. So what are some of, before we get into the conversation, because today we're going to be talking about authenticity, self-love and entrepreneurship, right? Um, before we get into all of that, how did you know that your work was heart-centered? Like what was the moment? Oh,
1: wow. That feels like a loaded question. That's funny. Um, what did I know? So at the end of 2018, I was like, there is more to my life than what I am doing. There is more. Sarah, the feeling was so intense. There was this clambering feeling I was just, it was just, it wouldn't leave me alone. It would not leave me alone. That says, Latina, you need to take action. Whatever it is, you, whatever you want to get. And, and at that point, Sarah, I had no clue what it was. Which is even funnier, I had no clue what exactly, which direction I was going wasn't a thing. Having my journal wasn't a thing. There was just something that knew it was in the space of business and it was in the space of making somebody else feel good. And real funny, I originally was like going to open a, a mummy and me clothing store. <laughs> I first was going to open a clothing line for dogs, right? For fru-fru dogs, I was going to open a clothing line, right? And I was like, but why am I doing that when the thing that actually lights me up is journaling and doing personal development things? Mm -hmm. And so I created my own system that I was using before, which was my journal. And I said, this book has helped me. My own system has helped me. So I'm sure it's going to help somebody else. So I think the answer specifically how I knew it was heart-centered was because it came from an act of service. Mm. it came from a space of wanting to serve other people to help somebody else through their transformation to come out to the space that they were in because it
0: just can't be me alone who was feeling the way I was feeling so yeah I love that you're using the word feeling because obviously the podcast is called feelings not figures (laughs) and the reason why I even titled it that because I realized like and it's so perfect that we're having this conversation at the beginning of the year, right? Because everybody's setting goals and, like, how am I going to measure and make this happen? And through this podcast, my goal is to say, like, hey, don't focus on the figures so much. The figures come, right? But if you up. focus on how you feel and how you make other people feel, oh, the doors will open. <laughs> like, it's crazy
1: it is it is because when we feel good about what we do Sarah, the expansion is inevitable the ripple effect positive ripple effect is inevitable you know so doing something from a space that feels expansive that feels good and feels aligned to you i mean what else could come out of it beside the abundance you know so yeah
0: (laughs) i just hope everyone who's listening to this right like Y'all have to understand when you're going into business, it don't matter if you're selling clothes, you mm-hmm. fixing people AC units, you fixing cars, you selling cars, it has to feel good. Fast. When you feel mm-hmm. good doing it, you continue to show up, you continue to put your time into be- becoming better, right? Yeah. Um and then the people who are buying from you and doing business with you, they feel that too they feel that too yes, but it's an energetic
1: exchange sarah they could feel it people could feel when you're being yourself they could feel when you're happy they could feel when you are sad. like they could feel so if you are your brand if you are you know that your if you are transcending through your business or through your service or through your product people could feel people could tell hey she's having a good time okay things not okay you know and that is fine but for the longevity and the sustainability and the impact that you want to make, the safest way, not saying it's the easiest, but the safest way and the, the best way for you is to just do what lights you up.
0: Yeah. Make sure it lights you up, yeah. Yes, all right, so let's get into some questions about authenticity because I like when you say, you know, do things that light you up. And I feel like I have so many conversations with people that are like, I don't know what lights me up. I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know what I'm interested in. So even getting to this point where you have started this business, um, what for you, what does it mean to be authentic, number one? And mm-hmm. how does that play into knowing what lights you up? Ooh, I love that question.
1: <laughs> um. What feels, how do I know what is authentic? What do I describe that as? Authenticity is this knowing that it is safe to be who you are, just as you are, without any validation from anything outside of you. It is this, is this, is this assertiveness that I am safe if I, if I be me, I am, it is safe to just be me, whatever that looks like, with all your insecurities, with all your flaws, with all your imperfections, with all your skills, with all your strengths, with all your weaknesses, is this knowing that it is safe to be, safe to be? Got it.
0: So I think we, we broke up. We did, Maybe. but we're back. We're back. Just so you guys know, Feelings not Figures is a one-shot conversation, all right? We ain't in all of this technical, chopping it up. No, it's a one-shot conversation. You don't get it, how you get this, okay? Um, but no, okay, I, I agree with you. I agree with you in terms of um, it's a feeling to be safe and and knowing that I can be me and no one's going to judge me. Now the next question is, though, do you create that authentic space or that safe space for yourself? Or do you wait for somebody else to create it for Ooh. you? Listen,
1: listen, Sarah, we have to create, you have to create that safe space to be you. Who is going to do it for you? Who is at a certain point in our life, I guess, that is totally past the formative years. We have, we realize that we are the ones that are in control of how we live. We are the ones that are in control of how we are received. We are the ones that are in control of the standards that we set. So we need to create that space and that is where all the inner work and the mindset work and the energetic management comes into play because if I don't feel safe to be me, how is anybody else going to respond to me? What type of life am I creating? If, I, if there is worry and shame and guilt and seeking approval and validation for my own self, then how am I going to create a business? Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah. I love that. Because I get a lot of questions like, How are you so bold and you're so out there? And it comes back to me. (laughs) It comes back to me. You
1: inspire me
0: every day. I'm like, Whoa, Sarah, just give me some of that. Just give me some of that zero. Yeah. (laughs) But it all relates to me understanding that. Um, I have to like, I have to understand that this is me completely. And mm-hmm. if I don't share and be comfortable with me completely, nobody else is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it really plays into authenticity has played a big part into my self love, because once I'm honest about what it is that I need, then I can give myself what I need. And I think that is a missing piece when so many people are like, oh, I want to love myself or I want to do all these things. But it's like, are you allowing yourself to learn who you are and learn what you like and learn what makes you happy? And then you get to give it to yourself.
1: Yeah, and that's why the self-discovery is so critical. It It is absolutely mandatory. That self-discovery flows into that self-love. It flows into the mindset shifts. It flows because... If we don't know who we are, how are we to give? How are we to how are we to add that value and that impact and that service that we want? How are we going to be that transformation that we desire to have to help other people if we don't know ourselves? So yeah, that is so true.
0: Yes, yes. Authenticity is is ginormous. Authenticity is ginormous in terms of um guys, my mom is looking at me. She's so funny. <laughs> Oh, she said I'm my father's child because I'm sitting in my car. <laughs> Anyways, so um, when it comes to authenticity, right? I feel like the the minute that we are able to accept all of ourselves, and like mm-hmm. this new golden pathway of life opens up, right? And. I think it plays a really big part into self-love because now that you are authentic with yourself and you are accepting of yourself, now we can talk about self-love, right? So I want to know from you, um, how does your authenticity play a part in your self-love?
1: Well, as you mentioned, it definitely has a lot to do with me owning where I'm at owning who am i owning my mistakes owning where it is i came from owning the beliefs that i had that weren't serving me and i realized that i have to forgive it and move on it is it is definitely a space of me realizing that i am whole just as i am right yeah. despite despite whatever so yes i would have goals i have intentions Yeah, things that i want for the future there's a vision that i have that i would love for my life to be right now but before I get to that, I need to see myself as whole, just as I am, with my flaws, with my light, with my dark circles, with my insecurities, you know, my, my insecurities exactly, with my insecurities, with my self-love, with anything that seems to be, and I'll put in quotations, you know, you guys can't see me, with the negative things, all of me, mm-hmm. I need to see myself as whole, just as I am. And with me seeing myself just as I am, it makes me, it makes self-loving easier. When you watch a child, when you have your newborn baby or you have your children, you see them whole. You don't ever watch your kids. I mean, I am a mommy. I don't ever watch my kid and see her as pieces, you know, and see her as conditional because I see her whole. And that type of love as a parent that we would give to our children is the same type of love. That we need to give to ourselves. Ooh. And it's because we see them as authentic. We see them as the most purest whole thing that could ever be brought into this life. And we need to extend that same love to us. And that is how that plays into my self love. And of course, that is a work in progress because there is a lot of deconditioning and shadow work and a lot of things that you have to unpack that I would have learned for the last how much ever years.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, man, that was such a good point. Um, two things, right? One, when you talk about the baby and having a kid, I remember mm-hmm. the first time I heard the quote, like, if you see a child learning how to walk, you don't tell it, oh, you're so stupid, you can't walk yet, right?
1: You right. want to help right. it
0: up. And it's like, okay, hold on to right. this. guide it. But then as we get older, we stop, we stop loving ourselves. We stop giving ourselves that mm-hmm. grace to fall down and to get back up. And we become so hard on ourselves. And it doesn't serve us in any way, shape, or form. No,
1: it and doesn't. When, when,
0: we're, when we're like that with ourselves, we do the same thing to other people. We don't give people grace. We don't give them space to grow. There's no forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel good.
1: It doesn't. And it causes this ripple effect. And now we look at the collective. And we're like, what's good on in the world? But it's because from an individual level, we are... Quitting, and we are not giving grace to ourselves and we're not seeing ourselves as whole and we're not seeing ourselves as enough and we're not self-loving enough and I don't want to use that word that like, we're not self-loving to the point where we could extend it wholeheartedly to somebody else you know yeah yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. so when we started this I told you that the past couple days were a little rough right so I feel like I have to share this um when it comes to that authenticity and why I I dropped insecurities in there. Because a few things, I'm a cancer, right? One of my greatest fears that's natural to cancers is fear of abandonment, right? Right. So my parents sent me to boarding school at 12. And I guess at the time I thought it was, okay, I'm getting sent to school. But over the years, it actually built in me as proof that people are willing to just, like, come with me, right? right? So in the past couple of days, um, someone that I am like friends with here that I also like in a romantic way and stuff, we kind of fell out to the point where he was like, I can't deal with this anymore. And authentic um reflection that I had to do was to like look into why is it that I was trying to hold on so tight control, wanting things to go my way. Mm -hmm. And it went straight back to those fears of abandonment. And I had to you have to be honest with yourself, right? Mm Um, but to your point with, um, loving yourself first and making space for other people, that's a part of it too. Like understanding that you have things that you have to grow through, right? One, making that space for yourself. Like I was, I didn't even know how to take it, but then I was like, okay, let me make space for myself first. Let me look at like, what's going on here? What's the trauma here? And really have like, let's have a conversation, Sarah, because it's not working. It's not working. Um, but just me having that space for myself also allowed me to say, well, if this is the choice that he's making, I'm going to make space for that because that's what he needs, right? He needs space for mm-hmm. me and my shit. So right. having that authentic conversation with myself, having that self-love for myself has allowed me to just be like, okay, this is what it is. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. And I mean, while you said that there, the real alignment came to me, came to mind, right? So with authenticity and self-love, we have alignment will be a thing. It will be a byproduct of you loving yourself, being honest, or authentic with yourself, right? And so when you said that, the quote that came to mind was when someone makes an aligned decision, they ultimately make an aligned decision for everybody involved. So because when somebody makes decisions that it feels good and right for them Mm. and it is from a space of what is right for them, it doesn't matter who is, who else is involved. It is going to work out in the long run for the other person because God doesn't work one-sided. Right. I mean, for the other person is well, one of love, you know? Mm. So,
0: yeah. I love that you said that because we kind of think, you know, and as I shared with a few close friends, what happened. And they were like, oh, my God, why would he lead you on? And I was like, he didn't lead me on. We both were in this together. And I feel like everything works out, right? So does that mean we're going to be together? No. Does that mean that we're not going to be together? No. But what it does mean is that that choice that he made is going to create breakthroughs for both of us.
1: Mm-hmm. Alignment. Yes.
0: For both of us. So that's why when I got on the call, I was like, the last couple of days have been transformative because I have been able to do so much self-work. In the past couple of days, that has been like mind blowing, right? And it needed to happen.
1: Yeah, I love those epiphany moments. I mean, it's been painful last year. I see, right? and oh. nobody's saying that there's roses, and but I'm like, it hurts. You cry. You're like, oh, is, this right? is this right? Is <laughs> this but the transformation? And I mean, I just want to speak to that to your beautiful audience and everybody who's listening. People have this notion that self-work and inner work has to be this very long, painful type thing, right? Sometimes, it, yes, of course, it would take some type of trigger, some type of in integrated commas, negative emotion, but the transformation can happen literally in these, as you would have experienced, right? So yeah, that
0: is (laughs) And we can't be afraid of it. I think a part of that as well is when we talk about authenticity, it's like being real with yourself. Like, how did you fuck up? And not fuck <coughs> up in a bad way, but like what is it that you brought to the situation? This could be at mm-hmm. your job, it could be with your lover, it could be with your children. Like we yeah. have um we have relationships in many different sectors and we bring something to it that causes mm-hmm. everything has an impact. Yeah. Right. Cause and effect. Everything For... has an impact.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: um I think, you know, as we talk about authenticity and self love, a really big part of self-love is being super honest with yourself. Don't blame the other person. Take an opportunity to look at you. Like yeah, Michael Jackson but, said, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> like, Yeah,
1: because when we are triggered, right? So usually um, when we're in a dynamic, like a, yeah, we're in a dynamic and there's a trigger, people always quick to blame the other person or point at the other person. But usually that's, that trigger is a reflection is a moment for you to take a look and reflect on where did this come from within me what was the reason that this came up where what did what hurts what trigger what memory like where did it come from and it's a decision to actually sit with that mm-hmm. because people don't make us do things right. and we don't make people do things that is all on us and i i think that. As a collective, we might be in a much better space if people start to own the roles that they play in situations. Yeah. As much as, you know, as messed up as certain things could be, there is, I know we have a lesson to learn or we have something to teach,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. Lesson or blessing. That's yeah. It. Um, Okay, lovely. So I think we've established that self love is really um, accepting all of you being honest with all of you. So Mm -hmm. what would you describe as self care? Because I feel like people really get those two uh, confused very often. So Mm -hmm. let's use this opportunity to educate everyone that's listening the difference between self love and self care.
1: Right. So I define self-care as things that relate to your external, to your external care. So, you know, you get your hair done, your nails done, you make sure that you get your, um, you, you just take care of your physical well-being specifically, right? But it cannot function without self-love. So self-care, some people self-care without self-love. And just self-care without self-love is to cause yourself a lot of unnecessary stress because you feel guilty, you feel like you don't deserve it, you feel like, oh my God, I should be doing something else. And so it doesn't have the impact, it doesn't serve energetically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. It doesn't serve when you self-care just out of, okay, I should just do this just because. Mm -hmm. Self-care works beautifully when it is integrated with self-love. So self-love is all the inner work, all the journaling and the sitting with yourself and the crying when you have to cry and seeing yourself as whole despite your situation. Self-care is making sure that your physical, your mental and emotional is working using tools, you know, getting your hair, nails, sleep. But it must be done out of self love for it to be
0: effective. I agree. I agree. Um, I would say that self-care for me is the cherry on top to myself love it's like right. matching
1: Right. It matches
0: the love I already have for myself so because I love oh, myself cool. so much let me go get my hair cut and let me go get mm-hmm. some new earrings and let me get my right. done right because I feel good I already feel mm-hmm. good but then on mm-hmm. the outside I also feel good and I look good too so that right. was awesome that was awesome yeah. all right So we're going to switch the conversation a little bit more from um, personal to now as a business owner, because we're both coaches. I think there are a lot of people that are either going into business, that will be listening to this or already in business. And I want to know from you, how does your self-love help you give more and show up more in your business and for your clients?
1: Um, It would reflect in my authenticity, it would reflect in giving myself grace when I fuck it up. It would reflect in me being able to give others grace should they fall short in certain spaces. It reflects in terms of me realizing, okay, I need to set certain boundaries. It would reflect in me saying, okay, if I if I love myself as much as I say I do, I am going to take the necessary action steps and learn to be disciplined to get the job that I want to get done. So it is a very, um, it is a, what's the word? over Uber, overarching theme. It Uber is necessary. Archer. Yeah, it is necessary for me to be able to thrive because I can't pour from an empty cup. Being a coach where there is always this constant energetic exchange, I cannot pour from an empty cup. And I also believe, as it pertains to the authenticity element, I need to be a product of my product. I need to be a living example that I have integrated and embodied the things that I teach. And itself, love is something that I think is so necessary because it's been absolutely transformational for me. Then it needs to be a part of my brand. It needs to be a part of my business. It needs to be part of who I am so that I could serve and impact, which is the overall goal of
0: True Growth in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think. Um One thing that for me, I had to, as I started coaching, uh, the first thing, of course, was I need the money. I need to make sure I have enough clients to cover my bills, blah, blah. And then I'm taking on all these clients to the point where I didn't Mm -hmm. feel good anymore, right? Um, Right. So what self-love has looked like in my business is like having boundaries around the days that I even coach and how late into the day that I coach, and how many clients I'm taking on, because like you said, it's an energetic exchange, and that Mm -hmm. self-love is like, okay, for me to have, get enough sleep, for me to still make time to go to the beach, for me to all do those things, I had to set boundaries in my business, Mm -hmm. right, so um, I definitely agree with you on that, and how does, for you, how does prioritizing self-love and taking care of yourself make you a better businesswoman?
1: um I teach from a space of authenticity I teach from a space of having integrated I also teach from a space of relatability where I'm able to be like okay this shit wasn't working I was fucking it up I I literally I know how you feel don't beat yourself up we're gonna fix it we could fix it right it it definitely does support me I guess in terms of that um being able to own where I am and be able to build a brand that reflects that this is this is where I am this is what I'm doing this was working this isn't working because I I don't uh, I mean to each his own but I don't I don't prefer to just share roses and butterflies you know so just like you mentioned hey these last couple days was a shit like was a whirlwind I prefer to connect like that as well because people I guess people feel you know you're doing this work it means that you're perfectly okay I uh, no, doing this work,
0: you have more work to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yep. it it reflects like that. Yeah. I I, th- I think I see in my business or I think I know in my business, um, when I first started I thought that, oh, you're a life coach. You are supposed to have nothing going on. Like you everything's supposed to be cool over there. Yeah. And when things really started to take off for my business was when I started sharing the real shit, like I am teaching you something that I didn't have to first grow through myself. All right, I had to grow through it first in order to get to a point where I could share the growth and the tools that I learned with you all right, so um, so what I was saying was uh where I saw the most growth in my business was when I started to be authentic and mm-hmm. share with my clients and just share in general, like I started sharing more on Facebook and Instagram. The only reason that I can offer you something is because I growed or I grew through it myself. Like I went through this, I tried the things, I know that the things work. That's the only reason that I can share this with you. And that's when people started to come to me and glue to me and be like, "Oh, she's not perfect. She's going through stuff too. So do you feel like you saw that same growth in your life and in your business when you were able to share authentic authentically?
1: Most definitely. I mean, I feel like that is that is where my brand started anyways, because my business didn't start with me coaching and started with me introducing a journal. And the journal was developed out of me trying to get myself out of a very shitty rut that I was in after being in a very crazy relationship with my um, with my daughter's father and that entire situation right so this it came out of me realizing hello latina you're in a hot ass mess and you need some help so when i started to share the purpose of the book the story came and the story was i was unemployed had no money have a new baby my mindset was in a mess and this helped me so so a lot of what i shared goes around that And i mean as my business grew it just it just became a part of me that it is necessary to share. I mean, of course there are certain things that I would keep to myself because I still have to battle and grow through it. But generally, you know, there you just it just is not always roses and butterflies, despite the inner work and the all, the all the stuff that you know, it's just not always as peachy as people think it should be. And that for myself was also something that I had to learn too. I had to accept that despite me doing all this work, it doesn't mean that it's always going to be roses and butterflies. Which is yeah.
0: funny, right? <laughs> Every day I have to accept that. Like today, my <laughs> um, today my gratitude journal I wrote down that I'm so happy and appreciative that everything is already done. And even Mm. as much as I say that, I still go back into my, but I want it to look the way I want it to look. And I want it to happen now. And it's a journey. It is. It is. It is. I think people come, people want to believe that they're just going to like be happy and then it's just going to last forever. But I think what we both can attest to is, Actually, the ups and the downs are the journey. Those are the things that teach you more about yourself. They teach you what you really want. They teach you what you don't want, right? Um, yeah. And without them, then, like, life would be kind of bland if it was just, like, all good all the time or all bad all the time.
1: <laughs> it will. It most certainly will. I mean, it is a, it is a lesson to, to take the perspective that, you know, life happens for me, not to me. So hills and valleys and, you know, whatever it is, unless it is for me. And as you just said, it is already done. So once we plug in that GPS, however we go, however we take, whichever direction, whichever old road we get sticking, you know, in the Caribbean, we might end up in some old pothole. But at the end of the day, we are going to get to the exact space we put in the GPS that we want to go into, you know?
0: So, yeah. Yes. 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 I love that. All right. So, I like how, um, in terms of Caribbean, since we are both Caribbean women, um, what is it like to want? Well, I'll ask you this first. What, is it, what has it been like to introduce this type of work in your environment? How is it? Has there been a growth process? Did people just come to you, or did you have to first show up and let them get used to what you were saying first?
1: um most definitely a show up i mean most definitely a show up most definitely a warm-up like um in trinidad and Tobago, i i know that we have we are aware that like mental health and wellness is a thing that is necessary but I feel like there was still some, there is still so much taboo and so much, you know, why, why are you studying that, you know, who gonna invest in any coach when they have bills to pay and they have this to do. And, yes. and they still have that, there is that mindset shift that needs to take place for I think people to be way more open to it. But I must say since the pandemic. And I guess people recognize that, oh my goodness, mentally and emotionally, I'm not feeling 200. I think now there has been a greater sense of um, awareness that it matters. A greater sense of awareness that, you know, your mental health matters and the things that you put into yourself matters. In Trinidad, there's plenty carnival and party and good life Uh and living. (laughs) But but I believe that... um, I I believe my role, honestly, is to be part of the pioneering situation to make this, especially mindset work, become a thing in Trinidad, you know? So it's been a work in progress, but I would not change it for a minute. And I think that the people who have gravitated towards me are people just like myself. So it's not just me. And I feel really good about that. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, I agree. Same thing here. Everybody's like... I could work on that myself. I could do the mindset work myself. I can DIY myself. You know, like I ain't invested in no coach. But like you said, I think the people that want more have definitely gravitated to me. People who want more out of life, who want to feel better, um, who actually are honest and authentic, because that's the word of the day, authentic with, like, I don't feel (laughs) good right now what do i need to do to feel good who do i need to talk to who can help me and i think um Mm -hmm. you know when you stand your ground us as coaches or even if you are in a different space when you continue to show up in your space people then begin to identify you as the go-to source um Mm -hmm. for that thing Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely all right so when it comes to because you had some other um business ideas um, when you were going to go and start uh-huh. your own thing. Um, I want to ask you this. Do you feel like a heart centered business or doing heart centered work that is meant to make people feel good and therefore you feel good? Do you believe that that is more fulfilling than any other work you could do?
1: Um, I mean, I can't, I can't speak to that 100% cause I can only speak to what I know. Right. Which is, but what I could see is that it's all based on your value system. So I value service and impact and making somebody else feel good. I value seeing transformation. I value progress. I value that. So it's way easier for me to put my life force into something like that. You know, we should just. <laughs> what are we blaming? Are we blaming Flow?
0: Oh, Flow! Flo? I have Flow. You have Flow too no i have blink <laughs> blink okay we blame it for today. <laughs> today but um so by the way guys any little pauses that we have is due to the internet we are in the caribbean we back our road we all kind of you know this is the island <laughs> part of the game i think it adds some flavor to the podcast that's just my opinion <laughs> Crazy blood pressure, but we will play about blood pressure, it goes it works. Both (laughs) hand in hand, right? Um so like you were saying, based on values, for you it's all based on values. So you are you do find fulfillment in it because those are the things that you value. Yeah. Yeah. So basically
1: if if you if it's not if just having a business, making tons of money, filling a need, like if that is what it is about for you, like no judgment, of course, go full hundred to put your entire life force into it, like do what you have to do, you know. So I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it differs. I just think what the intention is and you know where your value system lies. So you know. Okay.
0: In terms of in terms of entrepreneurship. How do you feel like your self-love and authenticity has helped you sustain? Because I find that being an entrepreneur is not easy, right? It's fun. I love it. it, But it ain't easy, right? There are times when your blood pressure (laughs) high because you're wondering why, how is everything going to meet this month? But how do you think your self-love and authenticity has supported you in continuing in the work that you do?
1: um it builds my know like and trust factor it builds my authority in my space it builds the community that um that i am striving to build and without a community i have no business so i think that um authenticity and that self-love which transcends through the work that i do other people who are who are what i need who are I need, because I need them, I need you to right. be part of my the thing. They're like, okay, sister, I see, you, I see you're not feeling 200, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I still support you. i still loyal. So I think that is what really contributes to that new like, like, and the trust factor, my ability to show that, hey, this is who I am, yeah. you know. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. You know, this is where I was. This is what I'm not doing. This is what worked. This is not what worked. And um, yeah, definitely it contributes to that.
0: Yes. Um, In terms of uh, a lot of people ask me, you know, how do I how do I show up on social media? Right. How do Mm -hmm. I make things happen on social media? And I always say. People have to know, like and trust you. So you have to be authentic. You have to allow people to get to know you and you can choose what people get to know. Right? You don't have to put all your business out there. You can choose what people get to know. You can choose what people get to like because you're showing them yourself. Um, And then when you have that know, like and trust factor, people stick to you like glue. Right. And whether they could give you some money today, maybe today they can only like your post and share your post, but it takes a little time for them to get to paying you. You have to understand that you showing up, you being authentic, you loving yourself wholeheartedly is what Mm -hmm. is going to draw people in and build that long term loyalty. And I feel like that's what we truly Mm -hmm. want in business
1: yeah because i mean people see social media like shift the perspective don't see social media as social media see see it as people mm-hmm. like these are real people and if right. you would like if you are building an actual friendship or a relationship with somebody in real life you need mm-hmm. to i mean the only way for that to work is for you to be yourself yes yeah. If you want to just mash up the friendship real quick, if it is you want to not even get to another stage in the relationship, put on a shoe. Put on a shoe. But it's it just one of my this is so off track, but I'll say it. When I am in relationship related things, listen, I showed you all my idiosyncrasies earlier. You get my dark circles, <laughs> you get it, my you get my back circles you get did my it might get snippets on my attitude like i am showing you because i want you to see hey this is this is what i this is who i am okay this is who i am i want you to let me know if it is you can work with this or not mm. you know and of course as we grow and as i grow and as everybody grows okay you know where you need to compromise you know where you need to you know shift because you have your own inner work tree, like you know but from the jump I prefer to let you know that okay, this is this is what we're working with here, you know? Yeah, so yeah.
0: <laughs> just makes life a lot easier. It does. does. It does. <laughs> keeping up the keeping up the facade is not fun yeah. because one of the days you're just gonna be tired and <laughs> you don't want <laughs> to pull up the facade. And then the other person's kinda like, Who the hell is this? Right? Yeah, It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, we're getting to the final, some of the final questions and top and uh, things that we're going to touch on. What would you say, maybe like top two or top three breakthroughs or client results you've had?
1: Mm, um, one would be a client who, when we first started, when we first started, she she came like this. Uh, It was just, it was just Blair. It was just like, no energy. She was just like, listen, I don't know myself. I, I'm not, like I just don't feel good about life. And you know, there was a lot of depression, excuse me, a lot of depression, a lot of feeling like I don't know who I am. So we started, it was a three month session that we did. And by week six, there was a whole shift in attitude. There was a whole shift in perspective her confidence was back she was talking to me for a different way like I could feel it through the phone right, through the zoom and I'm like okay and by the end of our thing her she had her own cake business so by the time the end of the three months she yeah I know right she had her own cake business and once again you know why I stress on heart centers because that's something that she always enjoyed doing But because of everything else that was going on, she just saw it as nothing. She saw it as, you know, a complete waste. She saw it as she attached a lot of her waste to the job that she was in. She found that she was supposed to be in a better job. She attached her weight to a lot of things outside of her. So the real transformation, yes, of course, the cake business, tangible. But the real transformation was her comments of face to recognize that She's worthy and she was whole just as she is in the exact space. It didn't matter how much money she had, it didn't matter what job she had, doesn't matter where she was working compared to all her other friends and her family. But she was whole and worthy of the things that she um she wanted. So that was one transmission. Another transmission would have been um, this is a guy, so I'm not I predominantly coach women, so I had. Uh, three males that I coached, right, yeah. and one male particularly, he had a he had this huge vision since like forever. He had this huge vision of doing a self a personal development, like a self reflective school type thing, and but he came from the church, right? So caribbean people you all know if you come from the church especially catholic church there are things that must be done and things that cannot be done right but he grew up fully and solely in the church and so one of his and he used to teach in the church and do plenty of youth catechism in the church etc and one of the struggles that he had was coming out of the church and starting to teach under his brand starting to teach and share from his perspective from how he integrated and internalized and embodied everything through his entire spiritual journey and when we first started as a coach it was a lot of what other people would think it was a lot of fear about but you know i can't do that because if i do that then you know the priests might come for me, basically right and by the end of our he only did a six week session with me and then check-ins for next three months by the end of that by the six weeks homie had his own business posted on social media now he speaks very he speaks all the time the man have more igtvs than me like i talk about every wow. every post is igtv with him teaching his truth his internalization of what spirituality and self-search and self-discovery is without having the fear so he released that fear of what would the church think right. of me anymore and now he's doing his own workshops um virtual workshops where he's teaching and he focuses a lot on things like um personality tests and self-discovery etc so those two specifically and i guess because distinctly where they started Mm -hmm. and where they where they came but it was solely based on them having a desire to change so yes i was just a catalyst that I, i think it had very little to do with me i just i was probably a catalyst yeah. It was all because they got to a point where they were like, I know that something is not correct here and I need to
0: change it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, those are beautiful examples. I have <laughs> all of mine sound very similar to that. And I think what stands yeah. out to me is um, sometimes we think like being an entrepreneur is something outside of ourselves. And what I always tell mm-hmm. my clients is, Entrepreneurship is just an extension of who you already are. It is you expressing yourself in a different way.
1: That is the truth. That is the truth.
0: That's it. It is a natural thing that you probably were already doing for free. And now you're just like confident enough to say, nah, this is a business. This is me helping other people. Um, So I love when those transformation comes because it's freedom. It really is like, I think the ultimate uh, expression of freedom.
1: Yeah. Authenticity, right?
0: They yeah. got to be their true selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So what tips can you offer our listeners here about being more authentic with themselves um, and, and giving themselves that self-love?
1: Um, I think the first place to do would be the easiest thing would be to get your pen and your paper and to just write write i have like one practical thing you could do is to just write a letter to yourself write a letter to yourself just telling yourself what you feel like you needed to hear like shed like shed some things let some things go during you know, write a love letter to yourself when was the last time you got to so all my listeners here all your lovely listeners here sierra when was the last time you guys wrote yourself a love letter write yourself a love letter let it go Put it in there and say okay this is for me and start there is as simple as that as it pertains to you giving yourself that permission to be it's a safe space i am I'm a, I'm a big advocate for journaling so if you are in a place where you feel so disconnected you feel like there's more to you you feel as though you know i i just wish i could just be more of myself start by creating a safe space if it's Journaling, if it's hiring a coach, that's my plug there for Sarah and I. you yes, hire yeah, a hi, coach, yes. <laughs> journal, you know, you start filling yourself with things that feed your mind and your soul. University of YouTube, free mm-hmm. free audio, free good content, con- Podcast like this, like start feeding yourself just like you would your child. You want to make sure that this child is good and well taken care of. You take care of yourself like that because a lot of our hurts and pains, come from the inner child our little versions of ourselves who are still thing
0: yeah. right
1: i mean i know that's another topic but it that's where it stems from so that self-love and that self-worth and that authenticity look at yourself as okay how am i to take care of this little me mm. give little you what little you need and it, the, the transformation will be unimaginable
0: Yes, I have nothing to add to that. I'm just going to snap away. Yes, agreed. Uh, And last question. Can you please tell the people how important it is to feel good? (laughs) Feeling good puts us on an
1: energetic space to receive. It opens up the flow of abundance. When you feel good, it opens us up. It opens you up to the flow of abundance you feel good more good things happen you feel good more good things happen like i mean it's just it's just how it works and if you feel good things would feel easier does
0: it simple 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 (laughs) simple i think we both feel good even though we've had a few internet hiccups and the zoom timed out just feeling good it's kind of like you know i'm gonna wait until it reconnects and every time it reconnected you were right there waiting and i think that comes back to how we feel right i feel good having this conversation so let's continue it so yes and you know that's why this is feelings not figures you ain't gonna feel good all the time but if you focus on feeling good most of the time most of your life will feel and look good to you me let me stop for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Latina, how can we, me included, how can we follow you, get in contact with you, and most importantly, work with you? Of course.
1: So you can find me on social media platforms, on Facebook and Instagram at True Growth Caribbean. And you can also find me on my website, which is www.TrueGrowthCaribbean.com. And of course, if anything that I said here resonated, if you're like, oh my God, I want to work with this girl, yes, you can come straight to my face to my Instagram page. There is a book option. You can always just click that and hop on a free call to us to ensure that we're a good fit. Yes. Or you could just send me a DM because I don't bite and um, let me know. And then there's my website as well. So yeah, um, you guys could check me out there. Eh? <laughs>
0: yeah, always. And that is again, True Growth Caribbean. I love that name because growth <laughs> is the most beautiful thing, man. Really and truly. <laughs> really thank and you truly. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, where can we see you next? What's uh, what's coming next for you? Any new programs, offerings? Yeah, I actually have two
1: digital courses that are on its way. So I'll just give you a sneak peek. One is, one is on goals and consistency. That's a big one. So I would give you guys that. And...
0: You can find me in a podcast soon, very soon. Clearly, I love these things, right? Yes. Love it. Love it. All right. Again, on this beautiful Monday, the first Monday of 2021, I want to thank you so much, Latina, for giving, for sharing, for making space for us and sharing authentically and bringing all the good energy. I really, really, really love this conversation. And I'm looking forward to, to more from you.
1: Yes, I'm so glad to be here, and yes, yeah, to this be my first podcast interview for 2021.
0: i yes. <laughs> yes.
1: So yes, thank you so much. Um, I'm so glad that you gave me the opportunity to connect to your audience. Um, you know, all the way in BVI. Did I say that correct? Yes, BVI, yes. <laughs> British Virgin Islands,
0: island girls
1: so yeah maybe when corona goes away we could see you across here
0: for you know yeah. carnival. Oh, I, <laughs> so as you can see you know i love to dance i even wanted to come to trinidad so <laughs> covid catch up please so we could get on there and have fun yeah, <laughs> Yes. so yeah Sarah it was nice
1: thank you so much
0: thank you thank you thank you thank you and guys thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of feelings not figures Latina thank you so much for your time and as always focus on how you feel not the numbers when you focus on feeling good your life your relationships your bank account will match Yay. I
1: love that let me smile for <laughs>